miss the barber, the hairstylist, and so you and I have to make adjustments. This is a very unusual season for us. Very unusual uh, one and a half years that we have gone through. And uh, there are so many things that uh, has changed for us. And uh, this is a new normal for us. And so just like wearing this cap, uh, it is a opportunity for us to learn new things, opportunity for us to begin to focus on things that are important. The usual greeting that we always greet one another uh, used to be, how are you? But today, one of the change, new greetings that we ask more is, have you been fascinated? I hope that uh, you are well and safe at home. This has been a very different and difficult and challenging season for all of us. Although there are so many things that seems to be changing and turning around, even with regard to our nation, with regard to what's happening with our government, what's regarding what's happening with the number of cases. But we thank God that one thing that never changes, that does not change, is God himself. He is the only constant that you and I have in our lives. And some of us may be asking, even believers are asking, what is God saying? What is God doing? What is God showing you and me today? Let me just remind you again from John chapter 16, verse 33, the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In the world you will have trouble and suffering, but take courage, I have conquered the world. So what is the vaccine? What is the cure? What is the antidote for the bad news that we hear daily? The doom and gloom and the dark clouds hanging over our lives, over our nation and over the world. I believe that there are too many negative things and that is why some of us are feeling the effects. We have many prayer requests, people asking, can you pray for me? Because I'm so troubled. I'm so anxious because of what I hear. People telling me, whether it's on the social media, whether it's on the WhatsApp, or whether we watch in the news. But the good thing that you and I need to come back to be reminded again, is to come back to the voice of God. Come back to the word of God. Come back to him who says that I am peace. To come back to the prince of peace who has a word for us in every season of our lives. Do you know as kingdom citizen, we are called to live rightly before God. We are called to have peace in all seasons and we are called 
to continue to rejoice in the Lord in all circumstances, to pray in every situation that we go through. So as ambassadors and heralds of the good news of the kingdom of God, we have something that the world is looking for. The world is seeking, the world is desperate for. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our Shepherd, our King, and our Counselor. And the call and the voice that God is speaking to you and me today in this season is to come back to the Lord Jesus Christ, is to be yoked to the Lord. Let me take you to the scriptures, the main scripture today. It's found in Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 to verse 30. I'm reading from the net translation. At that time, Jesus says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son decides to reveal Him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me because I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my load is not hard to carry. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that in the midst of so much uncertainty, in the midst of trouble and suffering that so many are going through, even me, even my family, even the family of God. Lord, we have the assurance from you that you have asked us to run to you. You have asked us to come to you. You have asked us to be yoked to you because you are gentle and humble and you will give us rest for our soul. So bless the hearing of your word. May your voice be louder than any other voice, and may we hear and listen and not harden our hearts, but follow and obey your voice. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me tell you the main point of these verses that I've read before you. And to summarize, we can learn that we all are surprised by God's grace and the choice of kingdom citizen. That Jesus calls the most unlikely, the desperate and the undeserving who are in the world's eyes. Only in Christ Jesus, the Prince of Peace and the Good Shepherd, we see and experience true rest 
and find our rightful belonging in God, our Heavenly Father. He is the Lord of life and the restorer of all things. Brothers and sisters, hear what the Lord is speaking today. Hear what the Spirit of God is speaking to you today. Unless you and I continue and become like children, we will not enter the kingdom of God. Jesus says, little children. It's very important of what and who he calls to himself and who responds to him. Only those who are childlike. That means they have simple faith. They have a complete trust. They are humble and they have a total dependence on God and God alone. And this is my heart's desire for you and for me. That regardless of our age, regardless of how long we have been in the Lord, that we will always be childlike. That there will be a settled confidence in our lives. That this is how we are drawn to the Lord. And this is how we please God when we come to God like a child. We throw ourselves, we throw our lives, we surrender ourselves into the hands, into the embrace of God himself. In the Beatitude, the first one, which is the foundation of all the Beatitudes, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It is only those who acknowledge that without God, we can do nothing. Without God, we are nothing. Without God, we are helpless and hopeless. These are those only who find grace, who find forgiveness, who find love, who find peace and who find comfort in all seasons of their lives. Secondly is we see and we can know God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the full and final revelation that has come. Earlier on, the prophets have come. The Word has been given to prepare us to know God, to prepare us to love God, to serve God, to worship God. But Jesus, the Word of God says, is the image of God. He is the radiance that display God's goodness, God's love, and God's kindness and compassion for you and for me. Jesus has the divine authority as given by the Father. Jesus is the life giver. That means he has life within himself to give to you and to give to me. Jesus says, I am the gate. That means if we want to really know God, and we know that deep within each one of us, we are all seeking and searching for God. And the only way we can truly know God and come to God and to be known by God is to come to Jesus. We know the Gospels in John chapter 14 verse 6 so well. Jesus says, 
I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Brothers and sisters, God seekers, be assured that God wants you to know Him. God wants you to draw close to Him. And God is calling you. Today's message is called Jesus Calls. And He's calling us back home unto Him. Thirdly, the kingdom of God is for those who come by faith alone. Faith is a settled confidence. Faith is a belief, is a total trust in God's word, in God's character, in God's attribute, as he has revealed himself in Christ and in his word, and as the Holy Spirit reveals himself. And the kingdom of God is for those who come by faith. Not for the qualified, not for the clever, not for the privileged, not just for the intelligent. There is a level field. That means anyone can come to God by faith. It is not selective. It is not close to certain people, but it is an open invitation. We have the sinful woman that came to the house of Simon, that came to Jesus. We have Zacchaeus who climbed up the tree, looking and searching for Jesus. We have blind Bartimaeus calling for Jesus, the son of David. We have the possessed man who was healed by Jesus. We have the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. We have Mary Magdalene. We have the woman with the issue of blood who crawled through the crowd just to touch. And they all have one thing in common. They ran to Jesus. They were desperate to with Jesus just by having that faith and that complete trust in God. Do you know one of the titles, this was a negative title, this was a, a, a ridicule of the Pharisees and the leaders, the Jewish leaders, that they call Jesus a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. This shows that Jesus came to everyone who he knew were desperate for him who he knew was seeking for him. And so by faith, Jesus will come into our hearts. Jesus will come into our lives. Fourthly, from this scripture, we say that Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. It is an open invitation to one and all. Some people accuse Christianity as a very exclusive religion. That is the furthest from the truth. In fact, Jesus called that anyone and everyone who believes that he is the Son of God, that he has the gift of life, and that he will bring us back to God the Father, will receive forgiveness, 
will receive new life and will receive the life of God in Him. We know that in this world, we are uncomfortable at many times. We are all stressed up. We are in despair, without hope, insecure, and we have an identity confusion. Why are we here? What are we doing? Why is life so difficult? But the personal call of Jesus today to you and me, to believers and to those who are seeking for God, is a personal call that he wants us to come with a personal relationship. Not just head knowledge, not just facts, not just print in the Bible, but it is a personal call to intimacy, a personal call to fellowship. That wonderful example of the parable of the prodigal son found in Luke chapter 15 comes to mind. Where God the Father is waiting and looking out for each one of us who are stressed up in life, who are anxious in life, who have found no hope and who are helpless with all the forces coming against us. And the Father is waiting for us and inviting us to come home to Him. Do you know that the miracles that Jesus performed the healing that he performed, the signs and wonders that he performed is for one reason, that they will believe him, that he is the Son of God, that he is the Messiah, the Savior, that he is the Prince of Peace, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So just don't stop at receiving the miracle. Don't stop and just receiving breakthroughs in your life. Instead, instead of just looking at the hand, let's begin to look at the face of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came in grace and in truth. Do you know that when you and I come to the Lord and hear the voice of the Lord, when we come home to God, one of the things that disappears in our lives is fear, it is grief, it is trauma, it is guilt and shame in our lives. And we all have that in our lives. And that is why Jesus called all those who are weary and burdened. That means in life, there is so many things that cause us to be depressed, to be discouraged, to be rejected, to cause us to be despondent. It is because of the pressures of the world, the expectation of the world is too heavy for us. Even in the time of Jesus, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law were putting a great burden on the believers, on their believers adding in so many other rules and regulations in their lives. So much so that they feel such a guilt when they do something wrong, when they feel such rejection when they cannot meet God's high standard. But Jesus, when we come to Jesus, there is, there is a release. There is a lightness that we come that God takes away 
all the pressures of life, all the anxieties of life, all the burdens that comes from living in this broken world, that comes from our sinful nature, and that comes from the enemy of our soul, Satan. And Jesus says, come to me. Take my yoke and learn from me. What is the yoke? The yoke, when it was used in Jesus' time, was used by farmers where they joined two animals by a wooden frame or a wooden bar so that they will travel together. They will work together to pull a load. And for the Jews and the Jewish leaders, the yoke that they have put on their believers is so heavy. They were very critical. They were very judgmental and they put such a burden that the believers find it so hard to obey God, so hard to please God, but not the yoke that Jesus gives us. When you and I are yoked with Christ, Jesus says, for I am gentle and humble and you will find rest for your soul. Learn from me. Do you know the oxen that is young is always yoked or put together with a very trained and a seasoned oxen so that the trained and the seasoned and the stronger oxen will take the lead, will set the pace and will begin to carry the extra load that the younger oxen cannot. And this is the same thing when you and I are yoked with the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus began to take the lead in our life. He takes over the wheel in our life. And he began to set the pace because Jesus knows how much we can take. And so we thank God that Jesus will begin to lead us. Jesus will begin to strengthen us when we do not have strength. He will carry us through. We know that the yoke of life the load that we all carry can be very tough. In this season especially, some of us are taking care of our parents. Some of us are taking care of our children. Some of us are doing homeschooling. And some of us are burdened because of infection. Some of our family members, our loved ones are infected and we are running up and down to hospitals. Some of us have lost our loved ones in this season or just recently, and it is such a burden, it is such a pain, and do you know who cares? And do you know who loves? And do you know who will never leave us or forsake us, but who will instead carry us just like a shepherd will carry a lost ship, a weak ship, a sick ship, a fallen ship? Jesus will be that one. He will be the one to lead us in our lives. He will be the one to set the pace that will be good for us. And he will be the one to give us that power. And Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. When we are weak, then we are strong. Brothers and sisters, the reason why we come to the Lord is because he is the peace giver. He is the peacemaker. And he is the Prince of Peace. And in him, we will find rest. I know 
for us. We are so busy today. Sometimes at home, we are even busier than in the workplace. We are even busier than when times are normal because there doesn't seem to be a cut of time. We are having calls, Zoom calls and telephone calls and we are doing so many things. And sometimes we just wish that things can go back to what it was before. But we can't. This is a time for us to adapt. And this is a time for us. We need to find rest in our Lord Jesus Christ. And He will soothe us. He will refresh us. And He will give us an interval, a break. Because when we spend time and just rest in Him and begin to hear His voice, He will lift up our burdens and He will carry things that we cannot carry. And there are things in our lives we need to pass on to Jesus, our burden bearer. The first thing on Easter day, when Jesus came through the walls and visited the disciples who were hiding because of fear, the first thing that he told the disciples was, peace be with you. In Hebrew, it, said, it is said, Shalom Alekem. Peace be upon you. Because when the world puts burden, when we are fearful, when we are in grief, when we are struggling and suffering, the voice that calls you and me is Shalom. Peace be with you. When Jesus is our Lord and Master and Shepherd, we have the divine power, we have guidance, and we have hope of living a life that will be pleasing to God, free from fears, guilt, and shame. Freedom and resting in God. All our headaches, all our blood pressure, all our emotional turmoil will find that antidote, will find that medicine in Christ. The word in Proverbs says, a merry heart is good medicine. And how will our heart be joyful again, be blessed again, be restful again, when we come to the Lord and rest in Him? Do you know that Jesus knows how much we can bear? And following Him, he will just give us enough for us each day. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to strive. We don't have to live up to other people's expectation. The world's expectation, even religious expectation. Because Jesus did not come to start a religion. Jesus has come to bring us home to the Father. Jesus has come to restore back our identity as sons and daughters. Jesus has come to begin to set us free from guilt and shame and performance. So Psalms 23 verse 3 says, Jesus restores my soul. The shepherd of your life and my life restores our soul. My life has been transformed 
when I came and responded to the Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot, I cannot ever forget saying yes to Jesus, hearing his voice, hearing his call, come to me, those who are weary and burdened. And true enough, when I ran to him, when I surrendered to him, when I submitted to him, I have found true rest. I have found his peace, his shalom. What is shalom? The shalom that comes from God is the total well-being that we are spiritually right with God. Our minds is now thinking correctly. Our life is now living correctly. We are now relating rightly with others in this world. Our health, mental, emotional and physical has also been transformed because spiritually we have been renewed and been born again and made alive by Christ. So when our spirit man takes the lead over the soul and the body, we will find there is a health, there is a shalom, there is a peace that works out in every area of our lives. So the peace and the rest of God is what you and I need more and more, especially today. Let me ask you a question, brothers and sisters. Wherever you are now, only you know, stop, pause, and listen to the voice of our Lord Jesus calling you home. And that voice goes out all over the world, to every tribe, to every nation, to every man, woman, and child, regardless of our past. Regardless of our sin, regardless of our mistakes, nothing is fatal. Nothing is will stop God from giving us a second chance in life. I have discovered that. You have discovered that. Many have discovered that in life. There is an opportunity, no matter how bad we were, how many wrong decisions we have made, to stop and make a U-turn. When we run to Jesus, there is a turning point in your life and my life. Jesus can make the impossible possible. I am an example of that. And you too can respond. You too can stop. You know the story of the prodigal son. What is the meaning of prodigal? It is wasteful, wasted life. I have wasted my life. I have spent my life wastefully without the Lord. And I thank God that today now I am being a good steward of the gift, the talent, the treasure that God has given into my life, the time that God has given into my life. So there is an opportunity for anyone, everyone, wherever you are listening to, you can stop. You can make a U-turn and you can come back to the Lord. That is the meaning of repentance. And what is the benefit? I can assure you that for everyone who stopped 
who make a U-turn and come back to God is that is that rest and that peace that money cannot buy, that you cannot find in Shopee, you cannot find in Lazada, you cannot find anywhere else. This is that inner joy. This is that lightness that the burden has been taken away. The guilt and the shame has been taken away. The rejection from people and from the world has been taken away. Now you know that you and I, we are accepted. We are loved. We are blessed. We are forgiven. And now you and I have hope. You and I, we have a help, a supernatural help in life where Jesus walks with us as the good shepherd and the priest, prince of peace. Shalom to you. Whatever hardship, setbacks or losses that we have experienced during this one year or so, we know that many people have lost people, have lost jobs, have lost money, has lost relationships. But this is a time for us that Jesus says, come back to me. And you will find something greater than life itself. You will find the Lord of life. You will find the healer of healers. You will find peace that surpasses all human understanding. Jesus' words, Jesus' calls, Jesus' voice to you and I is the greatest invitation ever given in the history of man. The invitation was given 2,000 years ago and now is still given to you and to me. The invitation is still valid for you and me. Don't miss that call. Don't ignore it. Don't reject it. Because you will forever regret it and face the consequences of your decision. Our destiny, our future is determined by who we come back to, who we are yoked with. And my call and my encouragement, my exaltation to you, wherever you are listening for, from all over the world, is to come. Come back to God. Come to the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Life. Praise God for His call. Praise God that He loves you and me enough to keep on calling us. Don't reject that voice. Don't reject that call because God loves you. God loves me, regardless of our past, regardless even of our present, because He wants to change and transform our future, our destiny, and He wants to call us back, call us home unto Himself. In this season, all of us are called to stay home. But today, the message is to call you to come home to the Father through the Son, Jesus Christ. I know some of you here have something burning in your heart. You hear the voice of the Lord calling you. You hear the voice of the life giver 
you hear the voice of the healer of your soul and your body calling you. Respond. Run to him like the prodigal son running back to the father, to the waiting father, waiting to embrace him, waiting to forgive him, waiting to restore him. Run. Come home to the Lord. May I pray along with you with those who are responding to the Lord for the very first time. You know the Lord is calling you. Just bow down and say this prayer alongside with me. Lord Jesus, I hear your voice. I heard your invitation. I receive your call and now I'm bowing down and running home to you. Forgive me of all my sins, of all my past. I want to turn away from my sinful life, from a life of hopelessness and helplessness and run to you. Come into my heart and to my life as my Lord and my Savior and my Prince of Peace. I renounce all other gods all other yokes in my life, I cut them off right now. Lord, I want to be yoked with you. I want to find true rest. I want to find that peace that I've been searching for. And now I know it is found only in you. So Lord, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for calling me. I thank you for receiving me in spite of my past. And I know that you will transform me. You will take away all the burdens and the guilt and the grief and the shame and grant me life, love and peace. I receive it right now. I am yours right now and you are my Lord in Jesus' name. Thank you for responding to the call of Jesus. And now for those, there's another call is a warning call to those who have drifted away, who have backslided, who have strayed away because of your anger with God, with people, because of your frustration in life, because you have a wrong understanding of suffering and trouble and you blame God. But Jesus has already warned us that in this world, you and I are going to have trouble and suffering. But Jesus says, be of good courage. I have conquered the world. Jesus is saying to you again, listen to his voice. Come back. And that is the reason why you are struggling. You are anxious. You are frustrated. You are depressed and discouraged. It's because you have drifted away. You have removed the yoke of Christ from your life. Put back that yoke. Be yoked again with the Lord. Return back to the Lord Jesus Christ, the healer, the restorer, and he will begin to take away all your burden. Come back to the Lord. Receive the divine healing so that you can receive his forgiveness and you can forgive those who have hurt you, who have offended you, who have who betrayed you, 
He loves you. Come back to Him. I'm going to conclude with releasing the blessing of the Prince of Peace, the Shalom of God into your life, into your family, whether you are believers or whether you have just accepted the Lord Jesus Christ or whether you have returned back to the Lord after your wandering, after your wasteful life, just as I have done. Begin to receive this blessing from God Himself. The blessing of rest, the blessing of peace, the blessing of being right with God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Father, we thank you for the release of your grace, of your shalom and your favor when you look upon us again, Lord. We all need you, Lord. Help us to be childlike, Help us to constantly, always, Lord, be in tune with your call and your voice. Father, we thank you for the richness of your protection, your provision, your blessing and your peace, Lord. May we find true rest in you, Lord Jesus. And Lord, now we know that every fear, every grief, every anxiety, every depression, every sadness is going to go right now, is leaving right now because your shalom is upon me. I receive it right now. I am blessed. I am safe. I am well in the arms of the Good Shepherd. 